Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. No matter what happens, you've got to hang on. Johnny, relax. Now you give him everything he wants, you understand? Now let's see what happens when we mix these two elements together. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you are now listening to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Today is episode 76, and we're going to be talking about mindset. Now, this isn't a specific book. This is my experiment, experiment and experience that I had uh, high school through college. And I'm going to make this a little bit more of a shorter uh, podcast episode because this is more of a story and to display accomplishment and what it did what when I changed my mindset. And um, so I'll, I'll get right into the story. This was also a LinkedIn post I made on social media, but I thought I would um, talk about it here on the podcast because I don't think everyone here follows me on LinkedIn. So, um, and if you don't uh, do, I leave it in my description or bio every single time uh, in this podcast link uh, or bio. And um, so let's jump into the story. So uh, growing up, I, uh, growing up and I, I still do, uh, I have a disability called specific learning and reading comprehension disability, which is basically in another word, uh, dyslexia. So I grew up uh, with this type of disability, which put a, uh, a target on my back. Um, really easy to uh, make fun of me because what kids figured out, and it was in the eighth grade where it really, or seventh or eighth grade, I remember it was in um, one of these workshop classes and we'd have to read out of the textbook and we'd have popcorn um, reading. And so what everyone would do was, and I haven't thought about it in so long and it was so mean, but looking back, I'm glad it happened because it changed who I am today. But um, when we had popcorn reading, you could choose whoever you wanted to read. So someone would read and then they'd call another person. So it'd be like, oh, why don't you start uh, blah, blah, blah. So what would end up happening is a lot, mo I think everyone was really good readers in this class besides me, minus me. Uh, popcorn reading was a nightmare for me and it, oh my gosh, and it made me hate reading. So whenever we do popcorn, people would always call on me and like the whole class was in on it and uh, it was just so hard because people knew I couldn't read well. So they thought it was so funny to pick on me and it I laughed it along and like tried my best uh not to act like my feelings were hurt but they really were because uh it really got to me uh and that went all the way up through high school whenever there was popcorn reading and there was someone that knew I couldn't read I'd be getting popcorned every single time so and I would be stuttering, I, I wouldn't know words, and then someone would have to say the word in the class, and it was like a, a very obvious word, and that was the hardest thing, is like messing up in front of everyone, and it just made me hate reading to death, and uh, I didn't believe in myself because I thought I was stupid, everyone thought I was stupid because I couldn't read, um, so I was like, I just believed in it, so I didn't get the best grades, and then come into freshman year of high school after 7th, 8th grade of that popcorn reading type of thing, um, my freshman year of high school, uh, there was some popcorning, popcorn reading in sophomore year as well, I think a little bit of junior year, but senior year, I don't believe there's any popcorn reading, if not at all, I can't remember, but um, whenever I got called on to read, my heart would be, oh, 
I, I remember my heart just pounding, scared to death for someone to call on me because I knew, and I'd always be reading the paragraph ahead, so I'd be practicing because I was so scared uh, to read out loud and, um, you know, to constantly get picked on in the class that I would read ahead, and basically I wouldn't comprehend anything that was being said by anyone else that was reading because I was so busy be reading the next paragraph, not comprehending it, but trying to do it fluently without having stutters or knowing what words would would be. And I remember looking up on my phone if I didn't know how to say a word um, and put like a headphone in and make sure I know how to say it. Like it was that, I, I was that scared genuinely. So it was that thing put on me and I was in resource class because of my disability. And when people would walk in or they'd ask me what the class was, cause there wasn't many people in there. Uh, it was basically labeling me, uh, in a way, shape or form. I believe my senior year of high school, I actually got out of that class because like I begged and begged and I said, I have gotten better and I don't have any problems. And it's just annoying being in the class because like, it's not really helping. And at the same time, it was, well, actually, I was in the class, but they didn't make me do anything like practice my skills, which was nice. I could just do my own thing or work on homework, which I always used because I always worked basically uh, right after school. I'd lifeguard for the rest of the night and then get home at like 10. Um, and that was my life. And so I didn't have the best um, performance. I had like a 3.3 GPA, which wasn't terrible, but on my SAT, I got like a 9.20. I got rejected by Ball State, IU, Purdue. Uh, I got into IUPUI, um, which is good. I know it. Uh, IUPUI is not a bad school at all either. Uh, it's actually really good. Um, so I'm glad uh, I got accepted by that because that was like my last resort to go to. But I wanted to go to a college where it wasn't like in the city, it was like the heart of the place. Uh, IUPUI wasn't really the heart of Indianapolis. Uh, so I was like, I want to find somewhere like Muncie, Bloomington, or um, people are going to hate me that I don't know. Where <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's, I, I know there's one in Fort Wayne, I want to say. I can't even remember where exactly it's located. But um, yeah, I really wanted to get into Purdue or IU because that's where everyone was going. And I, I just kept on getting declined. So go through my sophomore year, uh, or my the rest of my with that. Now that we're done talking about that popcorn and reading, which really made me feel stupid, and I wasn't. I had the mindset that I was stupid, and there was no reason to try to get any smarter because I already framed myself around this person that wasn't smart and wasn't going to get any better. And it's just what it is, what it is type of ordeal, and I settled for it, but. Uh, it really got to me when I was getting rejected by colleges. It just all kind of fell on me and it just made me super emotional. Like it really sat with me. Like, am I, I really am like stupid. Like I can't, I can't get a break at all. And it was the hardest thing. And then transitioning. Um, and in my second time applying, I retook the SAT. I took a class, I retook the SAT. Um, and that SAT class actually had popcorn reading, which was terrible. I hated that. Um, and because I, I still was terrible at reading. I never practiced because I hated it so much. I got made fun of. So I always labeled myself as this person uh, that wasn't smart. And I keep on saying it over and over just to like, it just hurt so much. And I didn't know what to do. But then I got to accept it into Ball State after retaking my SAT into the business and entrepreneurship department suite, what I wanted to do. And right when I joined, this is where the experiment kicked in. And I know it worked. Uh, when I changed my mindset, when I got in, it was a new slate for me at Ball State University. So I was like, 
from here on out, I believe in myself, one. Two, I'm not listening to others' negative opinions that don't help me, that aren't crucial feedback, that are just making fun of me. And three, just work my ass off. That's exactly what I did. And I had the mindset, just believing in myself, not listening to others, put me so much further. And it's so crazy. I got out of my comfort zone. I didn't care what people thought of me. I was doing the best for me. And what was most interesting is that freshman year, I got Dean's List, which was awesome. And then my second semester, I didn't get Dean's List, but I was like really close. And then the rest of my college career, I got above a 3.8 GPA every semester after that. 3.9, 3.8, 4.0. I was nailing it. And people always ask me, Hunter, why didn't you go out? Why didn't you enjoy college more? Why didn't you go? Some people, my brothers in my fraternity would be like, oh, why didn't you hang out? Like, hang out with us as much. I like always was one of those seniors that didn't come around that much or juniors too. Uh, I mean, I tried. It's just I had to prove I, I was proving people wrong. But what I ended up figuring out after I sat down and really thought about it after graduating is I was proving myself right. This entire time, it was no one else but myself that was holding me back. It was because I believed in what other people were saying about me that I felt the way I did. And I put and established in myself, okay, I am stupid. It wasn't because of those other people saying it. It was because I believed what those people said. And once you block out those negative opinions that literally don't help you at all, it's just like, oh, you can't read, oh, blah, 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 that aren't critical feedback or crucial feedback that aren't helping you, once you block that stuff out and you are true to yourself and you believe in yourself, that is when you start winning. Because after I started doing that, I won. First of all, I got accepted into IU Kelly School of Business after that. And that was something. And then I realized Ball State's where I want uh, to be. And this is amazing. And then come my sophomore year, I started reading like crazy. I, I started uh, Dr. Snow, Nathaniel Snow, assigned some books, um, Factfulness, uh, 15 Reasons Why the World Isn't As Bad As It Seems, or maybe it was 10 Reasons Why the World Isn't As Bad As It Seems uh, was the subtitle. And um, there was, uh, what was it? Pro, pro, something I don't I can't remember is manufacturing phase so I started getting to reading because of Nathaniel Snow or Dr. Snow a amazing professor of mine and you like and then he referred me to a podcast called Planet Money I listen to that all the time the economics of what's going on very interesting if you want to, uh, another podcast that's amazing Planet Money and he referred me to some podcasts and then it was the rest was history I just set off sailing I started reading like crazy and after all of it's said and done, I got accepted into IU Kelly School of Business my sophomore year. Didn't end up going, though. That was a huge accomplishment. I had that framed up on my wall because it was just something that I wanted because I felt stupid. Uh, and I, I, didn't, I, I didn't achieve anything in high school. And I couldn't get to the place I wanted to be, which was IU Kelly School of Business. If I got accepted by IU Kelly School of Business when it was my senior year of high school, I, I would have gone there 100%. There was no ifs, ands, or buts. That's where I wanted to be, IU School of Business. And then Ball State was second, well, actually third. And if I got accepted into Purdue, I was going to go to Purdue. So I didn't have this wiggle room at all. It was, okay, I got accepted into Ball State, no ifs, ands, or buts. That's where I'm going because I got rejected by IU again and I got rejected by Purdue again. I think I applied to IU and Purdue like three plus times and got rejected every single time. And it was the fact that um, 
once all that happened, it it really sunk in when I believed in myself and changed that mindset. And I started reading. I read, I finished high school and I want to tell you what happened when I changed this mindset and I went after it. I went to my teacher's uh, class hours. I worked my ass off day in and day out. I sacrificed so much, not to prove but anyone but myself that I am worthy. I am worthy and I'm smart. I know what I'm talking about. I worked my butt off. I got like... A's on some of the toughest classes, accounting, calculus, um, finance, like all the business stats, business law, all these super tough classes, I was acing and it made me feel so great. And I I felt like this entire time I was proving people wrong, but again, reestablishing it, I was just proving myself that I'm worthy, just myself. It wasn't anyone else that I was trying to prove because no one really cared, to be honest with you. The haters, I'm sure they didn't give a flying hell that I was, you know, doing as well as I was, but nor was I really pronouncing it to the top of the moon that I was getting all these amazing grades and all of this. And I was sure on social media every now and then it was like, oh, working on this, working on that. Uh, And people sure might have noticed, but it was had people had no idea how much I kept to myself, how hard I worked the early mornings, the late nights. I tried to go to bed early because I learned to get that sleep eight hours. And then I work a lot more efficient when waking up in the morning. So it was going after this. And when I realized I, I had this mindset, I achieved 2020, 2020 Greek leader of the year out of all the fraternities at Ball State University. I also was the president of the ASC, which is the Associated Schools of Construction, representing Ball State University as the president and having a team of five coordinating. We worked in a hotel room. It was a 12-hour period. We got the bid at 7 or tw- uh, what was it? 7 a.m. We had until 7 p.m. to turn in a bid, our construction documents and everything like that. It was in Chicago, and it was a regional competition against some of the most high-performing schools. And there was a college from uh, California, Wisconsin, all over the place, some really, really, really good construction schools. And I was minoring in this, keep you, keep it in mind. I was minoring in construction management. And I, I was president. I delegated tasks. I did things that needed to be done. I made sure we were keeping track of time, what we needed to do, putting it all together and submitting it. And that was because I believed in myself. In all these things that happened in my life in college and uh, getting an internship in California, like all these big things that happened in my life, again, was the mindset that I changed. And no matter what, I believed in myself. And I didn't listen to others' negative opinions unless it was helping me with crucial feedback. They, It's one thing to say, hey, um, dude, you're, you can't read. And then it's one thing to be like, hey, man, you're not the best at reading, but like, I would love to read with you some, you know, like giving some good feedback instead of just being a douchebag about being uh, a complete ass wipe to me. So that was the whole thing in thinking about like critical feedback. I want critical feedback, but going back to that is, so I won third place. uh, Well, we did, sorry, we big, we, because they helped tremendously uh, to win that. Uh, That was awesome to represent Ball State and get third place at that competition against really high competition uh, throughout the United States. And then there was, I can't even remember everything. Like I won top, uh, I was awarded top 100 CEO global pitch contestant. I won Magnum Cum Laude, which you had to get a a 3.8 to a 3.9 GPA. I got a 3.8 
3333 or something like that. So I won that award, that that medal, as well as uh, I won, I, I forget what the entire uh, award was called, uh, but it was like, it was the best business plan, something like that. Outstanding venture plan of 2022. And I'm on the Ball State page now, um, which is awesome. And uh, all of this was dedicated. A 100-page business plan that I worked on for the past two years. I prototyped my stuff. I did a market analysis. I did such in-depth research that if I had the money for starting it up, which was $910,000, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. This thing would be flying. And I really do believe in it. That's why I'm going after it because I put so much research, so much time behind it that it literally makes sense. And all the numbers come together and it, it will, there's no plan B. I will make that success. Uh, Simpler Living LLC. Now I could go in with so many, so much more different things about what I accomplished, but it, it's, I accomplished a lot. I didn't accomplish nothing nothing in high school. And so it's when you realize that you are you and to believe in yourself, you aren't someone else. You don't have to act like someone else. You don't have to put in your head what someone else thinks of you. You know, not everyone's going to like you. And there's going to people be people that are neutral about you. They're like, eh, he's not too bad um, or whatever. And then there's people that are really going to like you. That's just how life works. Not everyone's going to like you. And some people are just going to be a complete douche to you over some other people. So what I'm getting at, it's like, and I, I read fluently now also. So like I read a hundred, I read a hundred plus books, which I mentioned, and I do podcasts about it now, let alone I started my own podcast, The Relentless College Entrepreneur with over 8,000 views uh, or views. I keep on saying views. It's 8,000 streams really. And cause you don't look at a podcast, you listen to it. And then 60 plus countries listening, 76 episodes now, and like so much more. And I became an or fellow, which was really tough to get into. Um, you know, that was the whole framework. And I, and I realized that once I changed my mindset, my whole life changed. People don't realize this. It's, it's these baby steps that you do in your life that makes this overwhelming, huge, drastic change within a four to five year uh, long term, more of a long term thing. Once you change your mindset, it's not like tomorrow you're you have all these awards, you're doing well, you get good jobs, whatever it may be. No, it took time and it was dedication to myself and believing in myself in which I did amazing and I was able to like you just can't care what pe other people say, especially those negative comments. And that's why I was able to do what I did. And I feel so intelligent now. I feel like no one can stop me. Like it's only me that can stop me. And once I realized that I was able to achieve so much more than I ever would have dreamed of. And and that's why I worked so hard. And that's why I did what I did. Because then I, once I believed in myself, I'm like, wow, I can have results and I can do amazing in this life because I believe in myself. And it takes time. It's those baby steps. It's like, okay, I'm doing better. I'm doing better. I got this. I got this in practicing and becoming more knowledgeable on stuff that you want to hear about, like me reading books, me listening to books, like it goes on and on and on. I just thought I'd share that example with you. What the heck was that? Something just fell. Um, I just thought I'd share that example with you guys because I, I really wanted to share it. And I, 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 it was a test that I did because I see like, this isn't like a Looney Tunes made up 
type of thing. This actually happened, uh, and I told myself this because I feel like some people would be like, "Oh, it's because you." got awarded this that you like try to make a story about it that isn't true no this is a hundred percent true and this is exactly what happened and I remember the day before I was going to college on the boat with my dad and I said dad I'm scared to go to college and he was like why why are you why are you scared it was just me and him it was one last time with the dad and me and my dad uh together before I go off to college and he's like why are you scared dude I was like I I I think I'm gonna get called on to read I'll never forget that looking back when I was on the, I don't mean to get emotional. It was when I was on the boat. It's just, I was scared, like genuinely scared. I had to take a little break, um, of going to college because of my reading disability and comprehension, uh, dyslexia that, that was literally, I I was so scared. I remember like, I remember freaking out, um, and almost having a panic attack, literally, because I was scared I was going to get called on to read. And my dad's like, dude, college isn't like that. You never really get called on to read. Uh, and sure enough, I mean, there was accounting was really the only class that we read out loud. It was like when we were running a, a company analysis and like reading about uh, how the company's financials are doing out loud. Um, and there was also like, um, you know, a handful of classes. It really wasn't that much that did like this reading out loud in front of the class, which was good. But also towards the end, my senior year, I felt so good to like, just read out loud. Like I, I, I read so much my upperclassmen part of college. I was, I felt so good and confident that I was able to read it. It's cause I would stutter more and like not know words when I was nervous and scared. But when I was relieved and fine and I felt comfortable, I was able to perform perfectly fine when I, started reading and practicing and actually enjoy reading that I like was able to set off and literally read all the time. So, um, like I'm halfway through this book, it's like 300 pages. It's net positive talking about sustainability, really good book, uh, by, it was published by, um, Harvard, uh, review publisher or something like that. But anyways, back on the topic. And my dad said, you're going to be fine. I only read a handful of times, but I felt it was when I changed that mindset that I was able to change my entire perspective and, believe in who I was and this literally the sky wasn't the limit it was the whole universe I was just set off and it was when I believed in myself I really hope you guys enjoyed this story um and really think about this you know like maybe you don't think you're the best at your job you don't think you're the best at uh, school, you don't think you're the best at this and that believe in yourself ignore negative opinions and see what happens and work your butt off there's no ifs, ands, or buts because if you don't work hard, if you ignore people's, uh, if you believe in yourself, you ignore the negative comments, but you don't work or work hard at what you do, it's it, nothing happens. And that's why I have passion about what I do because I'm able to work hard on it because I just get burnt out all the time. So believe in yourself. Seriously, if you if no one does, I believe in you. Again, reach out. I always leave my uh, contact information in the description. So reach out to me if you guys have any questions. If you need confidence, we can work on it together. With that being said, cue the outro. This has been the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Catch you guys next time.